0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 533. And Steely Dan with Axon Nagel and Rock 102. It's gonna be kind of a crummy day today. Overcast, maybe an occasional shower, a high of 57. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 41, and for tomorrow mostly cloudy and high of 65. About 46 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. The keyword to cash will announce the next word just after 8 o'clock. Maybe it's worth a thousand dollars to you if you're paying attention can go on the internet before midnight tonight we'll let you know what the keyword is just after eight and a bunch of other stuff this morning too Bax and nagle the rock 102 rock 102 wants to know what would you say if you won a thousand dollars 550 and heart with Bax and nagle and rock 102
1: It is going to be uh, rainy for most of the day, Uh, high of 56 tomorrow, sunny with a high of 64. It's 45 right now
0: in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house.
2: Somehow you... Still care about what's happening in Hollywood So from Tinseltown 3,000 miles away It's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash uh,
1: Joshua Jackson Remember him? No He was Pacey from Dawson's Creek Oh okay. man, how could you not know that?
0: I wasn't a big uh, viewer of Dawson's Creek.
1: He had the opportunity to get freaky in the new Fatal Attraction TV series, and in a new interview, he revealed his pet peeve when it comes to sex scenes. It's when two people have amazing sex, and then the woman pulls the covers off of her boobs. Joshua says, quote, I've never in my life had great sex with somebody and then have them be like, but I don't want you to see my nipples in the morning. Joshua also said that his wife, Jody Turner-Smith, enjoys watching his sex scenes. Quote, it's a weird thing when she's like a voyeur. So that works. If that's your thing, excellent.
0: I don't think I'd want to show anybody my sex scenes. I don't think I'd want to see them. I don't uh, think I'd want to see any of yours. If you were uh, making
1: uh, lots of money, uh, lots of people would want to see your sex scenes. I don't
0: think anybody. You don't know that. No, I, I am
1: one hundred percent
0: sure that nobody wants to see that. You
1: shouldn't really be sure. There is always somebody out there that has the kink that wants to see something like that, Listen, like you. I am uh, going to do uh, making all, love right.
0: I want to do all of humanity a favor and never release my sex team sex scenes to into the public. Mm. Should never be seen by the human eye.
1: That uh, that Fatal Attraction, by the way, starts streaming this Saturday on Paramount. So, get out your money and put in another uh, ten dollars a month for another service, and you can watch it too. There's just so much. There's just too much to watch. I, I
0: can't. I can't have that and cable too.
1: Oh, I got rid of the I got rid of the actual cable. Did you really? Yeah, I just have the internet now. Look at you. Well, because it was like it was getting up towards like two hundred bucks a month, and I'm like, I'm not gonna spend two hundred bucks a month. Yeah, for something they, I don't even watch.
0: But what are they jacking you for the internet now?
1: Eighty bu- eighty bucks a month.
0: See what I'm saying? They
1: they, they got you. They not got really. you. Really, eighty bucks a month goes a lot farther than surprisingly, eighty bucks goes a lot farther than the two hundred bucks because I, I had all this stuff I wasn't using. Yeah, I guess so. Anyhow. Well, we'll save that uh, bill thing for another time.
0: (laughs) In Uh fact, we should pay all of our bills on the show sometime. Keanu Reeves
1: did a surprise signing at a comic book store in Los Angeles last week for his Bzzgurk series. He had a wholesome uh, interaction with a nine-year-old fan named Noah, and the whole thing was caught on video, and it quickly went viral. Noah told Keanu that he's probably his favorite actor in the whole world, to which Keanu thanked him and asked him if he'd seen Duke Kaboom in Toy Story 4. After uh, Noah and Duke said Duke was his favorite character, Keanu did his catchphrase in the movie, Canada's Greatest Stuntman.
0: He just made dreams for that kid for a lifetime.
1: He did. Yeah. He, he made that kid happy. But then, did, uh, you did you know, see the the video? I did see the video. He was kinda, very happy. Kind of
0: cute. Well, it actually.
1: was cute, and he was very cordial to the boy. Like, yeah. He wasn't uh, like a jerk. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, he wouldn't have been like
1: one of us. Right. Right, right, right. We're jerks to kids. Where's your parents? Especially to
0: kids. Yeah. Get out of here. And old people. Yeah. Old people, too. Uh, Drake... And the infirmed. I'm not really happy about the infirmed. Things... The
1: infirmed. I don't like the infirmed, either. Uh, Things just seem to be getting worse for Drake Bell. On Tuesday, he was spotted sitting in his car outside of his house, sucking air from a balloon, and that balloon probably contained nitrous oxide, because he also had what appeared to be a can of it uh, with, with him in the car... A few weeks ago, Drake was reported missing for about a day. When he resurfaced, he suggested that people bullying on social media were making him contemplate suicide. Also, his wife filed for divorce, and he's uh, battling her for custody of their son. Well, I don't think pictures of you uh, huffing uh, nitrous in a car is going to help that case for you. But uh,
0: Yeah, divorce is painful, no matter uh, what uh, what side of the, uh, of the battle you're on. But yeah. it should never cause you to do whippets in the back of your car.
1: Uh, no, it should not. Although that can be fun, it's depending fun. on what kind of, you know, but,
0: what kind of situation you're in. But, but trust me, you're going to want to save your money before you buy the
1: whippets. BuzzFeed asked its readers to uh, list movie characters that shouldn't be glorified because they're actually toxic or controversial. Here are ten of them. You ready? Yes. Dumbledore from Harry Potter. He manipulated and used people, even literal children. Especially poor Harry, left him in an abusive home for the greater good. Come on, he had no choice. Uh, you, know,
0: you know you know, what Voldemort had planned? I know. It wasn't
1: good. Ferris Bueller, uh, he's a slimy, manipulative liar and con artist. Probably went on to work at Enron. He's a perfect symbol of everything that went wrong with America.
0: Totally disagree.
1: Oh, he was the, the kid that showed you you can have a good time uh, without uh, listening to the man. That's exactly man. right.
0: Rules are made to be broken.
1: Uh, Schools
0: are made to be skipped.
1: The Phantom from Phantom of the Opera. He's not romantic. He's just a creep. Actually, that is kind of true. That is true. He's really hanging out in the theater all the whole time. Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. He's hilarious and accurate to somebody each of us knows, but he is definitely a bad person. A loser, mostly. Living in the past, trying to make money by manipulating emotions.
0: That may be true, but, you know, he almost went state.
1: He did. He did almost go state. Tyler Durden from Fight Club. He's misogynistic, controlling, manipulative sociopath. And those are his good parts. Yes, but he was also—that was just the personality of the of the character, right? That was—it that was it was, it was well, supposed to be.
0: What do you expect from a guy who's in a fight club?
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. Right? Yeah. Uh, the one who runs a fight club. Yes. Allie from the notebook. Allie is just as toxic as Noah. She hit him and screamed at him violently. If he did that, people would very much call that out. I don't know. I think uh she's still pretty hot.
0: As a young lady or as an old lady?
1: No, as the as the whoever what's her name what's her name that played that part? Not yes. the old lady. Not the old lady. You're, the other one. Yes. I think the old lady was Helen Mirren, wasn't it?
0: I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, I can't know.
1: remember. You, are you telling me you don't know the cast of The Notebook other than I, James Garner? James
0: Garner is the only one yeah, that I can recall. Yeah.
1: And uh, Tony Montana from Scarface. He's not a hero. He betrayed everybody close to him in his life. His best friend, sister, and wife all came second to power greed and materialism.
0: And you have a problem with that? Is he yeah. different from any other cartel leader? I don't well, think so. That's
1: the way it should be. He's a, he's a drug cartel. Isn't that what drug cartels do? I would hope so. And uh, Kim Kardashian was the officiant at her friend's wedding over the weekend.
0: Oh, no kidding. Yeah. She must have had
1: something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had this much fun at a wedding was when Ray J got finger fungus from the Mexican wedding, wedding cookie nookie in that <laughs> sex tape you can purchase on Porn for $39.95.
0: <laughs> Did
1: you ever get the Mexican wedding cookie nookie?
0: I, I've had part of that, but uh, not the whole Gotta thing. Watch out for your finger fungus. Yeah, you do. Uh, uh, Caitlyn,
1: I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but she once gave me a case of the Miami Heat. Okay. We had to watch the deadliest catch, if you know what I'm saying.
0: What are you trying to say?
1: What I'm trying to say is, I got the uh, immaculate infection from the chubby choop, the chubby fupa chalupa. <laughs> Can't really say that. Uh, no, it's, it's really hard tough to get to out say. of your mouth. The tongue twister. It's hard to get in your mouth too. <laughs> it's true. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. are oh, yeah.
0: Sit- hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, tonight is the opening round of the NFL Draft. Each team carefully picks apart a bunch of college kids for the purposes of making dreams or crushing souls. It's the night where ESPN pulls Mel Kiper out of mothballs, hoping he doesn't forget his copious notes in the hyperbaric sleeping chamber where he's normally stored during the rest of the year. Now, you know me, I'm not one to make accurate predictions, but I am one for obsessively looking at what other people saying about who's going where and who's picking whom. For example, tonight, The Carolina Panthers have the number one overall pick in the draft. Now, most experts are predicting they'll be selecting quarterback Bryce Young from Alabama. But what about everybody else? Honestly, I don't know. All I can tell you is, if you, uh, you sort through every mock draft on the internet, you will find an appalling lack of consensus for everybody else. For example, the Patriots have the 14th overall pick in the first round. Now, some experts will tell you that they'll be grabbing Georgia offensive tackle Broderick Jones. 6'5", 311 pounds of pure thickness and power. And then there are some that tell you they won't be picking Georgia offensive tackle Broderick Jones. They'll be picking Northwestern offensive lineman Peter Skronsky instead. Others will say they're not picking Skrotsky, they're going Dante Banks, corner bank out of the University of Maryland. Or maybe it's some other guy, or maybe some other guy beyond that. What does Mel Kuyper say? I couldn't tell you, because ESPN has that secret information behind the paywall on their website. And I'll be damned if I'm going to drop 7 bucks a month just to find out that Mel Kuyper doesn't really know any more about the draft than anybody else. In other words, if you're itching to find out how the Patriots are going to make out then you're just going to have to be patient like everybody else. Because everybody else doesn't really know either. And with that information, I just saved you 7 bucks. You can thank me later. But hey, and of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, there are grills, and then there's the Traeger Timberline. Oh, man. Wood-fired flavor, total temp control. The Traeger uh, Timberline could usually cost you 2100 bucks. Now Timberline's on sale for 1400 at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax, that's my view from the couch. Rock, rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6:11 and Queen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Uh cloudy to start today and then uh why is the weather not popping
0: up here? Uh
1: I don't know. It's it's going to rain later on today. And this, tomorrow's going to be sunny. That's all you really need to know.
0: You know, uh whenever I uh, whenever I'm bored, I love to go through the clickbait <clears throat> find out what's going on in the world. Yeah. And you're uh, a clicker baiter. I'm uh, I'm actually a master of it.
1: hmm You're a master clicker baiter.
0: You're absolutely right. All right. And uh I actually <clears throat> saw this story from two different sources. One, uh, from Mass Live, uh, which is you know heavily clickbaited. Mm-hmm. And then uh it takes you to a, a a website called thrillist.com. They put together like a lot of lists and everything. Yeah. Northampton is one of the most hippie towns in In the United States. In fact, uh, Thrillist did a survey of the top hippie towns in every state in America. And Northampton is number one in Massachusetts.
1: I wouldn't necessarily put hippies uh, as a central location for hippies is Northampton. What, what, What does hippie mean? What is well, that?
0: I, I, uh, you know, I, I, well, according to uh, the story here, let me see if I can get that. From its mentality to its number of cannabis shops, Northampton was named as the most hippie town in Massachusetts. The uh, The website listed the most hippie towns in each state, saying each state's got its own eclectic hippie haven. Uh, Massachusetts already a liberal place, but most of it isn't exactly what you would call bohemian, especially when a rabid Red Sox fan is yelling obscenities in your face or going to Starbucks mm-hmm. instead of Dunkin'. Uh, But the website claims that you won't find that in Northampton. It's a free-spirited town sitting in the Pioneer Valley, an epicenter of hippie getaway from it all mentality in the state, known for art, music festivals, a high percentage of leftover graduates from such nearby weirdo sanctuaries as Hampshire, Amherst, and Smith Colleges and some of the most pronouncedly progressive and countercultural politics in America. Weirdo sanctuaries? Now, yeah, you know what? If uh, no. I am a graduate of Hampshire, Hammerst, or uh, Smith College, I am going to uh, take my torch and pitchfork out to the Thrillist.com Offices and start causing problems.
1: Side note: Smith Colleges. Is there more than one Smith College, or is uh, there only one? Did I say college? Yeah, Smith Smith it says no, colleges. I'm I'm reading it and the same thing you want. I,
0: I think because it's a list, it, they're saying Amherst, oh oh, oh Hampshire, Am- and Smith Colleges. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. There, I thought no.
1: you meant like Smith had multiple colleges.
0: They there. they don't. They have uh, they have one. Now uh, here's what I uh, I can tell you about uh, about hippies. Yeah. Hippies in general love things like uh boarded up storefronts uh unused liquor licenses uh loads of uh you know, difficulty in parking uh you know pedestrians People, crossing the yeah. street at will and uh and also i think they really like things like um oh i did say panhandling didn't i did i say, no, panhandling? You didn't say panhandling panhandling, panhandling yeah. Hippies love the panhandling well handling. that's the number one
1: thing activity to do up in Northampton as of late <laughs>
0: Uh, well, you know, going into a place that's got an active liquor license certainly is, a, is something that people in Northampton do.
1: Well, I mean, panhandling is uh, is one of those things that happens everywhere, and uh, it, it obviously increases when we have a really bad economy, which we're which we have right now. Right. So you you see an uptick in, in that kind of stuff, but all the other things you mentioned. Yeah, the no parking. The people just nonchalantly walking out into the middle of the crosswalk without even looking because mm-hmm. they feel like, oh well, it's a crosswalk. I shouldn't have to look both ways. Remember uh, Andy Rooney? I do. One of the uh, one of the uh, one things I remember. I read. I had to read a book about Andy Rooney in high school.
0: There were books about Andy Rooney, or was, books like, by Andy Rooney.
1: It was a. Uh, I believe it might have been an autobiography about, mm. or maybe it was a biography. Either way, one of the things I remembered from uh, Andy Rooney was, look both ways before crossing the street, even if you're on a one-way. And he's absolutely right. Yeah. And uh, people in Northampton, there's two-way streets all the way up there, and they don't look.
0: They just walk right out in the middle of the crosswalk. There are a lot of people in Northampton that go both ways.
1: Well, yeah, on a street. Yeah, that's a. You're talking about the. You know, uh, you can go to one dispensary on one town and one yeah, dispensary on right. the other end of town because yeah. there's only 14 of them in the town.
0: People in Northampton like their choice of where they buy their weed. I mean, you know why. Why just have one in the neighborhood when you can clearly have 12 or 13?
1: Well, I, you know, again, I'm, that's another argument because we can go back into the the whole liquor store thing too. But uh, as far as the hippie thing go, I, I'm really trying to figure out what it means by hippies.
0: Well, I mean, think about uh, well, th- put in your mind. I mean, I realize it's a it's a generalization and and, and maybe an unfair one, but try to put in your mind uh, what a hippie looks like to you. Now, to me, a hippie looks like someone who's walking around with uh, torn pans and Birkenstocks, uh, and and smells like they still smoking weed from a bag they got in nineteen seventy nine. Mm-hmm. To me, that is a hippie.
1: Uh, patchouli, yeah, the oh smell yeah,
0: of patchouli. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, when we were at the uh, the live show, uh, back the last one we did, 2019,
3: in Northampton,
1: yeah, and uh, my friend was wearing like this patchouli perfume, Mm -hmm. and to which, uh, where Barry Krieger was standing on the other side of me, and says, "Smells like 1971 in here." Now the so crazy, he, he could recognize it. Yeah, yeah. Now the
0: crazy part about it yeah. is, if anyone could identify yeah. what a hippie is, it's a former hippie. Oh.
1: like Barry Krieger. Yeah, Barry Krieger was a huge hippie. He was. A, he would go to all those dead shows and all that. It, things you would never think, uh, like this professional newsman would yeah. do. But
0: yeah. that's exactly what he is. Yeah. I mean, he's a. In his youth, he was a damn fine-looking man. Which You're makes, not going to find anyone more handsome than a than a Barry Krieger. Which makes him pretty cool. Yes. He's had all
1: these experiences and he you know he's seen a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> and he'd be happy to tell you about those things. It, absolutely. Um but yeah you're right. I mean that's my stereotypical view like you just said with the Birkenstocks and the weed and all that other yeah.
0: stuff. But again that but, it, but that is an overgeneralization. I mean uh, yeah. other people may think well you know I've I'm a hippie because I happen to have like a bunch of oh, I don't know Country Joe and the Fish albums on yeah. vinyl. You know that's that would be a hippie, but I don't know if that's something that's actually going on in Northampton.
1: So I saw an interesting comment on on this story yesterday, and I wish I had, I had saved it, but it was describing, like, I, I picture, this person said, I picture hippies being more in Greenfield and Northampton being more of the people who thought they were once hippies but are really just, you know, professionals trying to relive their youth. You so in other I mean? words a
0: town full of posers. Yeah, basically. Yeah, oh, I can but, see that too. Yeah,
1: I can see that too. And then East and then they described East Hampton as uh, Northampton's drunken younger brother. Like alcoholic brother.
0: I think uh you could say that like Hampshire County may be the most hippie county in in the state. Hampshire and Berkshire. Yeah. I think. What do you think? Yeah, right? Hampshire and Berkshire. All yeah. right, there you go. I just was told that uh, you know, while Northampton leads the state in the mo- as the most hippie community in mm-hmm. uh, in Massachusetts, uh, Ware apparently leads uh, Western Massachusetts with the most Section Eight housing. Oh yeah, well, there you go. Thank you, Hawkman. That's a fascinating little uh, little uh,
1: tidbit. You can always rely on the Hawkman to tell you the great things about the town of Ware.
0: <laughs> There's not a lot of them, yeah, but uh, but of the ones that are great, uh, Ware number one. There you in, go. In Section Eight housing. <laughs> now in New in uh, Connecticut. The number one hippie town is New Haven. Mm-hmm. All right, so really,
1: looked, I
0: uh, I wouldn't have thought New Haven, but you know, I mean, New Worcester Street is or Worcester
1: Street or whatever. That's the only one I could think of that would be like. Right, you know what though? I don't spend a lot of time in New Haven, so maybe there is this like. Cultural arts thing going on down there. Because it happens all over the country. Did you look at the rest of the list that they, they put out there? I'm,
0: I'm looking at it now. They're like,
1: showing these places like out in Iowa and uh, Idaho that have like, you know, they're, they're kind of what we've done around here with a lot of the old buildings. You've kind of revamped them and turned them into galleries and things like that. Uh, Breweries, stuff like that.
0: In Vermont, for example, uh, Burlington. I totally see that. And their description is one word, fish, two words, Bernie Sanders, three words, Ben and Jerry's. So yeah, that's a hippie haven right there. Burlington. I see that. Burlington. Uh Charlestown, Rhode Island. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily true. But uh New Hampshire has got uh Keene. All right, well, there you go. And then Maine has got Unity. I don't even know what that is. But uh yeah, Northampton distinguishing himself as as a haven of hippies. Uh, I would have thought like you know, some of the smaller hill towns would be maybe maybe a little bit better than that.
1: Uh, I haven't spent a lot of time in Rhode Island. Charlestown? Have you ever been to Charlestown?
0: Yeah, that's where we used to go uh, get uh, like a beach house out of Charlestown.
1: That's a very hippie. Is it a very hippie town? I didn't think it was any, really any town that houses something called the Fantastic Umbrella Factory is going to top a list of hippie cities. All right, no but you know what? what? State that's
0: it's that's, in. A, that's like a, a big a big shopping center, a big store. That's not even a big uh, that's not even a big whoop. Well, this particular have you been there? Yes, I've been there. So this particular well, why didn't you tell me about all the things that it has,
1: like live animals, a bamboo forest, a greenhouse of rare plants? a vegan-friendly cafe, and, of course, shops with local artwork.
0: Because that's just, like, one part of town. What about, like, uh, all the uh, you know, the non-hippie ice cream shops or the beaches? Yeah, well, I, I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of places that are not uh, hippie-friendly. In fact, I'm pretty sure there are signs on the doors that go away, hippie.
1: Go away, hippie. We don't want your business here anymore.
0: Go to Westerly. They want you. Yeah.
1: Why don't you go all the way back to Northampton where you came from? <laughs> <laughs> you pack up those Birkenstocks and yeah. those
0: trunks and yeah. get out of here. Get your
1: Indigo Girls
0: CD and get the hell out of here. It's 622 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
2: Ram Truck Month is on at Leah Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Featuring the powerful 23
1: Ram...
0: Nine-ing. Glory days from Bruce Springsteen Rock 102. Cloudy
1: to start today, then some afternoon showers with a high of 56. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 65. It is 45 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: We'll have your keyword of cash coming up after 8 o'clock. Your chance to win $1,000. We'll give you more details a little bit later on. You
1: want to laugh? I do. All right, let's do it.
2: It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's oh, classic
1: rock. You know, I accidentally sprayed my deodorant into my mouth this morning. You did? Yeah. And now I'm speaking with this weird accent. Get it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's accent. It's like the
1: accent <laughs> and the stuff. And uh, yeah, it tastes like douchebags.
3: Woo!
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Backs and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 6.33 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Go to Gary Rom Hyundai today and get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. Springfield firefighters were called to a gas station on East Columbus Avenue Wednesday afternoon after the fire suppression system activated. Remember that uh, that happened to a boss of ours here at the corner? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the 22 News crew, could, you want to know what they saw? Now tell me. Oh, my God, there was white powder all over the gas pumps in the vehicle. Somebody had the residue still on their clothing. Uh, Springfield Fire Captain Droopy Monty... Said the activation of the system appeared to be a malfunction. It was
0: crazy. Steve, is it uh, Drew P. Monty or Drew Piemonte I think it's Droopy Monty.
1: Oh no!
0: The uh, gas station is uh, on fire.
1: Somebody uh, pulled the pressure system.
0: Oh no! What a mess! That's all code. Droopy Monty
1: said there was no fire or threat to the public. There's no threat to the f- to the public. All right. Uh, I understand that it's fire foam and it's stuff to put fires out. Yeah. But is it dangerous for you to be exposed to like you're pumping your gas and all of a sudden bam this stuff comes right uh, flowing out. It's a chemical. So is it harmful to you? I uh,
0: I don't have an answer for that, Steve. When, I've when, never been uh, sprayed by that uh, that fire foam.
1: When you look like uh the stay puffed marshmallow man. Mm-hmm. Or uh uh Something on Kim Kardashian's nightstand after like a, you're done with the... Right, uh,
0: yeah. Like a, like a Michelin man. Yes, yes, yes the right. Michelin man yeah. uh,
1: after a good night. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. no. You've,
1: I'm rubber and you're glue, you know. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, that happened. Uh, that happened in Springfield yesterday. Everybody was safe. Thank God. Uh, Westfield Mayor Michael McCabe honored three members of the Westfield Fire Department at City Hall on Wednesday. The first happened uh, back in February when three members of Westfield's Fire Department saved Marco Natal's life. It uh, makes me feel good that we have our fire department, local police department. I've never had to actually have them save me from anything, but it just feels great to be here and still appreciate them, says Marcos Natal, the fire survivor. Uh, He lived on the second floor of the 28 East Silver Street home. He said he was woken up out of his sleep when he saw a growing fire and smoke in his home. After escaping the fire, he went back inside to save his pets, and that's when the smoke intensified. Fire Captain Christopher Kane was on his way to work when he saw smoke coming from the multifamily home, went inside, made contact with him, crawled in as far as I could, and I figured out where he was. By that time, the crews that actually saved him were there. They went in and made a great save. Fire Captain Kane said uh, he was at the right place at the right time. It is. Talk about being at the right place at the right time. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, It's probably a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Talk to the guys about the job. 30 years, they never had that opportunity. So, obviously, just thankful it could happen and everything uh, worked out. Um, That's amazing. I'm telling you, house fires are, like, one of my biggest fears. Like, not being able to get out. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, because... Everybody thinks that they can get out of a situation like that, but when you are when you're woken up in the morning and there's smoke filled in your entire house, you don't necessarily know where things are. Well, you they think
0: they, you do. They, but they you tell don't. you that that to, in a situation like that, uh, even if you're wide awake, you know, to be in a, in a house that's that's full of smoke is yeah. very disorienting. It's like, yeah, you're right. You may you may know where everything is in the house, but it's a pretty good likelihood that in the in the in the fog of smoke and panic you don't an abandoned
1: dog remains in recovery three weeks after she was found tied to a pole in Granby the dog named Porter remains at the MSPCA Boston Adoption Center and is finishing treatment for a skin condition as well as receiving some dental work. No owner has yet to come forward. Therefore, MSPCA expects Porter will be available for adoption in the near future. <sighs> Porter is roughly two years old, medium-sized, and a mixed breed. She was found in the evening of Tuesday, April 4th. Tied to a pole on Porter Street, according to Granby Animal Control, the dog was reportedly underweight and injured when she was found. Granby police also said she was not microchipped. They are still investigating the incident and have yet to find the owner. If you know anything, you're asked to call law enforcement uh, and turn those people in. Yeah,
0: you know, if, you, if you can't care for a dog or don't know how to care for a dog you're too messed up to care for a dog it's not that hard to call uh you know dakin or uh tjo and have the dog taken away and you know maybe nursed to health and and adopted by a family that actually wants to take care of a pet
1: um years ago talking uh, over 20 years ago i uh this girlfriend i had at the time knew somebody who uh, decided to pick up her life and just move yeah. to Florida, but she wasn't taking her four dogs with her, so she tied them to a tree and then told people that yeah they're out front of the house if you guys want to go get them. Well, she didn't tell anybody until like another day later, so the dogs are you know tied Ugh. to this tree. We uh, we went over and adopted one of them, yeah, and then luckily we knew other people that took the other the other dogs in, but. What kind of scumbag does that? I have, like, I,
0: I have,
3: make I have the no
1: arrangements idea. before you leave. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. It's not, You know what? <sighs> it's it, there's no excuse for it because you can go drop off the animal down at the adoption center with probably no questions asked. I would imagine, right? You know, once a
0: week, uh, Pat Kelly has uh, the folks from uh, TJO coming, yeah. with a dog, a cat, some sort of pet. Yeah, you know, these are these are our animals that, you know, for whatever reason, their previous owners couldn't take care of them. And, you know, you give that animal a chance to have find a decent home. And here's a, an idiot you know, leaving a dog out to die. I mean, I, I, that may not be in their mind, but that's basically what you're leaving them to do. Yeah. Thank God someone found this dog and uh, they're going to take care of it. But my God, what you know, what are you doing that for? So yeah. it's, it's such a simple solution.
1: It is. It's seemingly a simple solution, but uh, apparently people are just jerks.
0: Well, you you bring up an excellent point. I believe that many people are, in fact, jerks.
1: Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, here's this uh, story about this guy down in Hartford. A Hartford man who allegedly threatened a state police sergeant is facing several charges. Authorities said that on April 24th, an on-duty Connecticut State Police sergeant was entering his police vehicle on Asylum Street in Hartford. He uh, had his state police badge displayed and was in civilian clothing. A man with long hair and glasses who was sitting in a silver Honda Accord shouted at the sergeant. As the sergeant entered his vehicle, the man asked if he was a cop. The sergeant confirmed he was a member of law enforcement. Police said then the man uh, told the sergeant that he, quote, kills cops. Mm. Uh, Using profane language, the unidentified white male went on to threaten to kill the sergeant specifically. The sergeant then approached the man and tried taking him into custody. That's when the man fled the scene and drove westbound on Asylum Street. The Honda then came to a short stop a short distance away, where the unidentified male leaned out the window, displayed an obscene hand gesture, and yelled profanities at the sergeant before continuing westbound on Asylum Street. Yeah, that doesn't usually work out for you too well.
0: No, uh, not unless you're actively trying to get arrested or beaten.
1: Giving the, what is it, the one-finger salute? Yes,
0: one finger at a time.
1: Uh... Police uh, later tried stopping the man on Pulaski Circle. He then fled onto the Whitehead Highway towards I-91. at speeds faster than 100 miles an hour. In the interest of public safety, the efforts to stop the Honda were terminated in the area of I-91 southbound. The sergeant later identified the suspect as 29-year-old Ray Lipinski of Hartford. Authorities learned there were active arrest warrants. Yeah, it's more about the looks of this guy. I mean, you can you, you know on the surface this all sounds nuts. Yeah, and hey, then but- you look at his picture and you're like, oh, hmm. I can see why that's happening. I can see
0: why Raymond maybe have uh, maybe he has some uh, anger aggression issues.
1: He's got uh, he's got uh, like he's got soot on his face. It's like very dirty, and then he's got this like kind of hitler-like mustache on there (sighs) you know i
0: i tried i tried to see if in fact that's what it was that's exactly what it looks exactly what it seems like it's a it's it's a hitler mustache which i gotta tell you is uh is not very popular for very good reason that went out of style about 70 years ago (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah like everybody was doing it back then you know uh hitler charlie charlie chaplin and the uh yeah, you know, one big war happens, and all of a sudden that that uh, mustache goes way out of style.
1: Yeah, who ruined mutton shops? I want to know that. Yeah, I, look- I think we should bring back the mutton shop.
0: I like a good mutton shop. Um,
1: yeah. Thanks like- for mutton. Th- thanks for mutton is right. Yeah, this guy looks very angry. He actually looks like somebody I know, and I sent the picture to him. I said, if, this, if you had long hair, you would look exactly like this guy.
0: To me, he looks like if uh, Lars Ulrich from Metallica were a real dweeb and real angry.
1: And decided that uh, he w- he wanted to go out and yeah. hurt law enforcement somehow. <laughs> he
0: had just about enough yeah. of state cops in Connecticut. Oh, well, hey, there's uh, there's there's people
1: who do all kinds of things. Y- you would never know by looking at this guy that he was violent. Oh,
2: yes, you
1: would. Yes, <laughs> you actually you would. This is one of those things where it's kind of okay to profile somebody. Yeah. When, when somebody looks like this and they're angry and they look like they want to kill everybody.
0: That's the person you should stay away from. He looks like the kind of guy that could be violent, but he also looks like the kind of guy that could be easily beaten. Yes. Like, like. But, he's violent, but he doesn't have a long extended history of winning fights. But
1: let's just say that person uh, gets a hold of some sort of weapon. Yes. Then they become extremely dangerous.
0: Yes, unless the person yeah. that they want to use the weapon on has a bigger weapon.
1: Yeah, like a cop.
0: Yes. Yeah. And in which case, I believe Mr. Lipinski is going to lose every time.
1: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be uh, cloudy to start, then rain showers this afternoon with a high of 56. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 65. It is 45 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
3: Ah, yeah.
2: Everyone has a product.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 6:52. And Elton John with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, cloudy this morning and then rainy this afternoon with a high of
1: 56. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 65. Looking at 45 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: All right, listen, I wouldn't normally say this, but you're going to want to listen to Rock 102 all day long. If you can't listen at 8 o'clock, you got to listen to it at 11. If not at 11, then at 2. And If not at 2... You're going to have to listen to Pat at 5.
1: Oh, is this uh, Alice's Restaurant we're playing for Thanksgiving Day?
0: No, oh. this is something uh, totally different. Uh, you could be one word away from a chance to win $1,000. Listen for the $1,000 keyword to cash. We uh, will announce it at 8, 11, 2, and 5 o'clock today. Then you enter that keyword into rock102.com before midnight for a chance to win $1,000. That's pretty simple, right? Very simple. That's not asking people to do too much. Play every weekday to increase your chances of winning. It's your chance to put $1,000 in your pocket. With the keyword to cash brought to you by textmefortires.com, Kim Keough, the Nielsen team, Keller Williams, and Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Sweet. There you go. So there that's coming go. up after 8 o'clock.
1: I have stories here, but I don't think I want to read them because they're just too horrible. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like when I do this uh, job. I don't want people to be all depressed when they have to go into work They're thinking about the you know last horrible thing mm-hmm. uh oh my god that guy was talking. Like, like I'd rather send you off with a with a with a uh, a phallic joke or something yeah uh, something something, yeah. You something, yeah, something you could use around the office something you can use around the office and hope may hopefully not get in trouble for uh it's just horrible this, this world is filled with horrible things
0: well Steve I don't know if you were aware of this but uh, when it comes to like things like news, it's yeah. usually the horrible stories that get reported well, I'm and just, the good stories we ignore.
1: Uh, like, like, I don't even want to read this one because like, it, it's, 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 it's gross. It's gross and it's, it was cruel. It was something that teachers did to a special needs student out in, uh, in Brownsburg, Indiana. They made him clean up his mess, if you will. Uh yeah it's it's it's, it's an it, like I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, you know, you don't want to uh, get into that. And then that. this other one, teacher fatally shot in drive through for alleged murder for hire plot. Come on,
0: what is going on? That's here?
1: what I'm saying. Like, uh, where's the fun stories? Why can't we have? Uh, why can't we have somebody doing a ladies' controversy every day? Yeah,
0: that, you know, see be, that would that would be fun. Anytime you could add a microaggression story to the mix, that really turns things around.
1: I just, uh, I'm, I'm getting to that point in my life where I just, I don't want to hear about all that stuff because it doesn't. You hear about things on a national level, and you think that they're right happening right in your backyard, but they're not. It's it's aggregated stories from across the entire country.
0: Yeah. See the the the, the problem with news, and uh, you know, last week doing news for you while you were out. Yeah. Uh, I kind of felt uh, I kind of felt a little torn. I mean, there were terrible stories to report on, but I didn't want to make it like all uh, like fluff pieces and surveys and uh, you know things like that. I don't want to talk about say like. Oh, it's a uh, chicken noodle soup day. I don't. I don't want to do that. You know, yeah. That's that's not. It's not how I feels on the inside. Anyway, uh, you, know, you you if you listen to the news, yeah, like every night, you just think that the whole world is falling apart. Yeah, it's really not. It's like it's like every other day that the way it's always been. We just think it's uh, it's worse than ever because the way we report on these stories.
1: See, uh, I like headlines like this. You know, like, we're conjoined twins and share parts, but only one of us has a boyfriend. See? See, that's a good story.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a good story. I would like to know a little bit more about those uh, Siamese twins. I, I, mean, I, would, I mean, conjoined twins.
1: I would like to, because you, uh, I, I'm trying to picture that in my head, <laughs> like, you know, how that would work out. Yeah. And then you got, you got two heads. Yeah. You got one part. Yep. The one, like, the one who doesn't want the boyfriend- just,
0: like, turn yeah, like, her head the other yeah, way. One, one's completely disinterested, and yeah. one's kind of into it, yeah. and the other one's like, oh, come on, man. I yeah. want to watch my yeah. shows. Yeah,
1: come on. Uh, succession is on <laughs> soon. I, I want to yeah. know what
0: happens to the company. Yeah. Now that
1: Logan's dead, what happens? Can you, you – that would probably be, like, the worst date ever.
0: Oh, I I, mean, I, I can't – you know, listen. If, With the if, eye rolling and the – oh, God. oh. I don't know any conjoined twins – personally no, oh, i don't either i kind of do though i kind of yeah. want to yeah just to know i want to know what, what, what they're cigar- doing i yeah. mean how they're getting around and yeah. what do you know, what, I mean yeah like you ever see like those those the ones that are, like uh conjoined at the head yeah oh my god what what must they do like like they they argue over the ear pods i mean what yeah, what yeah, do yeah, they I do know. those are my
1: ear pods no those are my ear pods this is a very insensitive conversation. It's not now. insensitive. I'm just curious. How well, do they that, live? That's what I'm saying. Sometimes it thing doesn't need to be insulting. It's just curious questions. It's,
0: it's curiosity. Yeah. And and, and you know, like and, you're like so many people that may have some sort of uh, you know disability or what have you, yeah. they're they're more than happy to talk about it as long as it's approached in a very sensitive and and a respectful way. Which of course, Steve, I would do. I would be very respectful. As I
1: am to all people. Yeah, you're just curious as to how things work. Yes, that's it. That's all. We used to have those books, uh, How how the World Works. They never <laughs> mentioned anything about this. Yes. How do conjoined, twigs, uh, conjoined twins yeah. have intercourse?
0: I don't know. I, you know, it's a mystery. It, it's a well, question it's
1: everybody not, wants it's to It's not really a mystery. You kind of know how it happens, but you're just kind of wondering... Well what's what does the other what does the other one do? Yeah, what's that situation like? How it, awkward is that? If only one of you has the boyfriend, uh, and you're both, you know, I I don't know. It's it's just kind of weird.
0: Very strange. No kidding. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we'll we'll ponder that. Ah, <sighs> 658 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Show no. me. People like you are winning $1,000. Hi, this
2: is Crystal from Northampton, and I just won $1,000. Please
0: Listen
1: for your chance to be next. Brought to you by TextMeForTires.com and Kim Kehoe of the Nielsen team. Keller Williams. Get more details and complete rules at Rock102.com. And keep listening for the next $1,000 keyword on Rock 102. Springfield's,
3: Springfield's, Springfield's Classic Rock. rock.
1: What do you order when the weather is beautiful and you're sitting on the patio at Slancha? The grilled salmon on top of a salad. Grilled salmon on top of a Caesar salad. On a chopped salad. Grilled salmon on Slancha's harvest salad. You don't want grilled salmon? Fine. Top your salad with steak. Or grilled shrimp. You don't want to sit on Slancha's patio on a beautiful day? I don't believe
0: you. Pro contractors rely on Pro Tool for dependable construction equipment. Pumps and pressure washers. Concrete saws and core drills. Skid steers, excavators, wheel loaders. Pro contractors depend on Pro Tool. Working on an indoor site? we have you covered there too with tons
2: of zero emissions equipment.
1: Pro Tool for pro equipment rentals. Come see us on
2: Brookdale Drive in Springfield. Or call 732-8044. 732-8044. Sometimes she wears diamonds, sometimes pearls. Sometimes she wears silver fashion jewelry or something antique. Whatever she's wearing, she's wearing it for you. At least that's how it feels because who sees her one and only beauty the way you do? Go to Hanoush Jewelers in Hadley. Find something you think will look nice on her. As she unwraps that small box, she knows exactly what you're saying. You're beautiful to me. Is there anything else that matters? Hanouche in Hadley. Let's let her know. W A Q Y W A Q Y H D HD1, Springfield, 102.1 FM. <laughs> the Springfield Rocks Radio Group. Sturbridge's classic rock. Alexa, play Rock 102. The artists at Indian
1: Orchard Mill invite you to an open studios art show and sale May 6th and 7th from noon to
0: 4. Tour of local artists' gallery exhibit, try the brewery, door prizes, refreshments, and more. Please bring a can of pet food for the TJO and a $3 donation. See you at Indian Orchard Mills. The following takes place between 7 a.m. And 8 a.m. It's 701 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. The Pioneer Valley Forecast is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Overcast today with occasional showers, a high of 57. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 41. And for tomorrow, mostly cloudy and a high of 65. It's currently 46 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. This is Scott Cohen. It was Heartbreak Hotel for the Bruins last night. A 4-3 to
1: overtime loss to the Florida Panthers. Now a forcing game six back in Florida tomorrow night.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's seven twelve, and ACDC with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Cloudy this morning,
1: then rain showers this afternoon with a high of 56. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 65. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: I'm uh, having a bunch of people now tell me what their favorite C words are, so
1: there you go. Oh, are you uh, <laughs> getting a whole list of them, are
0: you? I'm getting a whole big fat list of them right now.
1: Uh, you know, uh, speaking of uh, microaggressions, yeah. Uh, Pat Kelly, uh, our afternoon guy, uh, anytime we talk about East Hampton, he had this. You know, he's like, "Oh, I should put this out there." And uh, here's what he made yesterday well, on the on the on this thing. Oh, okay, all right, I'm
0: ready.
1: Huh? Yeah. So, anytime we talk about East Hampton, we'll have to play this in the background. Is this part of Pat's 25 minute long introduction? No, this is part of the extended version of the eighty-minute-long introduction. Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> his his intro doesn't finish until he's just about to leave here for the afternoon. Then he's got an outro. I what think he, he, I think he stopped doing that a long time ago. Really, I didn't even know that twenty-minute one. I don't think he does oh, the twenty-minute yeah, one anymore. I'm barely I'm
0: uh, near a radio at the uh, the time he's on.
1: You know, it's a. I po- I posted the thing on Facebook yesterday, and this this actually happened to me. I I was watching that school committee meeting the other night, yeah. and I was at a I was at a softball game, so I was like you know watching in between, uh you know plays and things like that, and uh, I got off it once they voted to we're gonna vote to you know uh, look for a new superintendent interim superintendent here in East Hampton. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just get off this thing. You know, there's really probably because these school committee meetings go on for hours. And it's mostly nonsense. Mostly nonsense. And mostly it's like, you know, it's people like just kind of being uh, redundant. Mm -hmm. You know, people saying the same things over and over again. And then repeating a lot of that stuff. Repeating
0: a lot of that stuff again and And again and again. And then going back and reiterating the things uh, that they just said. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I don't like that. Anyway, uh, so I got off of that
1: thing. And then uh, I get home. Uh, I'm ready to, you know, uh, head on up to bed. And I was like, you know what? Uh, just for craps and giggles, let me uh, let me just see if they're still like in that meeting. So the link that I clicked was the same link that was sent to me. That you know, it was the it was the Zoom link. It was the public Zoom link. Sure. So I clicked on that, and when the screen opened, it was uh, that Barry and Goldstein and. Uh, uh, Lori Garcia and uh, Cynthia Kwasinski, uh, and and Goldstein was like making some lighthearted joke to to Kwasinski or whatever, n- unrelated to you know whatever was going on. And then uh, after like a minute or two, uh, Suzanne Colby uh, jumps in, right, and she said, uh, she says. Uh, Cindy, I just want to let you know they're showing nine participants. Steve Nagel is still a participant. (laughs) I just wanted you to be aware of that. (laughs) Even just the way she said it, I just want you to be aware of that. And then all of a sudden, uh, Cindy, well, let me see if that's true. And then she looked, and I'm like... Oh, they're going to boot me out, and sure enough, yeah. they, they zapped me. They zapped me out faster than a superintendent candidate.
0: You know what's funny about that is they clearly it's it's not just that you are on it, mm-hmm. but they certainly knew who you were, yeah, and yeah. they certainly knew why you were on, yeah, and yeah. they certainly knew what to do with you. But, but which it, makes me think there have been loads of discussions about this show. In that school committee? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there was, and I wish I could be the
1: the 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 Zoom caller on the wall. <laughs> but uh, but I I really my intention I wasn't trying to get into a private meeting. I simply didn't know. I thought they were just on a break. They were because they weren't talking about it. You clicked anything. on a public link. I did.
0: As and, far as and, you were
1: concerned, this is a public link. Yeah, but um, but then somebody posted this in the East Hampton group page which apparently I'm not good enough to be accepted for. Well,
0: you're an agitator.
1: I am an agitator. But uh, really, I just want to observe. And they keep denying my request to be in the group. That, see, that's the thing about you know neighborhood groups. Right. If you get one person who's the admin on one of those things, or there's only one admin from the person who started it and the thing becomes so popular, then all of a sudden you have people not being able to get in because, well, I don't like your opinion, so I'm just not going to let you in. <laughs> to my group but if that's where everybody's talking about stuff it would be nice to kind of get some information of course about what people are talking about so somebody posted my facebook i wrote about this on facebook uh our our friend who does all the photoshop work photoshopped my photo like of me looking in through a camera on one of these pictures that we had to make it look like i was on that zoom call well they (laughs) they posted it up there And somebody brought up a good point. One of the comments on the story was like, you know, what about the security settings on these things? And that brings up another issue about these online Zoom meetings. To what extent? Like, they don't, you're talking about small cities and towns. Right. That don't have the infrastructure or the money to provide for, you know, uh, advanced technology like, secure links and stuff like that. You're, sure. I mean, you're using Zoom. Zoom is probably one of the most vulnerable, like, uh, video uh, sourcing things. You see people hack into them all the time. Yeah. And take over the meetings. And they were doing that all throughout the pandemic because, oh, why not? You got nothing better to do. You might as well figure out how to hack into a Zoom meeting. Right. Um, but it kind of raises the question of, like, well, why are you not, A, running a different link for a private, like, an executive session?
0: Well, the, the thing about zoom is, and it, this to me this kind of shows that they, they not only don't understand the technology they yeah. haven't bothered to figure out any of the cool features that come with it like for example if you're in a zoom meeting you can uh you can have a breakout meeting yeah which means you're not amongst all the other people but there are certain people that could go into a sub meeting yeah and that may be private it's only you know certain people that are involved in that there's other settings you know, when they first did that meeting and they they went over capacity. Yeah. It's a simple a matter of upgrading the membership. Upgrading the membership, which is not expensive. The town could afford it, yeah. and just clicking a couple of buttons and you're there. So so they did do that. They did do that. Well, they had to. It.
1: But I you know, from what I was told by another a resident who was actually watching this thing, he said that what they did was just tell everybody to leave. They told everybody, uh, and they waited for everybody to get off the Zoom call, like anybody who was in the public listening to that. Right. So there really was no, like, we're going to bar everybody. They just let everybody get off the line. I mean, it just seems kind of, if you're keeping that link open, and you're not doing what you're just telling me by having these settings on there where you can do the breakout meeting, and you can pick and choose who gets to be let in. Exactly. If she only wanted those seven people... Or eight, whatever. I think it's eight with the assistant, uh, you know, watching. And if she only wanted those eight people, she can. O- she only needs to click those eight people. This, this, this lady needs a, a lesson in how to work Zoom.
0: If, if you are providing a public meeting and you want people to leave, the best way to do it is to close that meeting and have a, another link that is only sent to the people that go into an executive session. If you really want to do it the long way, you can yeah. do it that way too. But to say this is a public meeting, now get out. You know, and people do, which is the other thing I'm surprised they actually did leave because frankly, I'd want to know what's well, going on well, behind I, closed I, doors.
1: I'm assuming and I didn't I didn't I don't know, but I'm assuming that they said we're going to take a break because when I joined that thing at 8:30 you know, Marion Goldstein's eating an apple and uh, telling jokes, and uh, you know Cynthia Kwasinski's like, ha, 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 you know, laughing at him and all that stuff. Right. And then as soon as uh, Suzanne Colby uh, chimed in and said, "Steve Nagel is is on the line," <laughs> it's like it's like that old, "He's in the house. He's watching our every move. He's in the attic. He's looking behind us." The call, yeah, the the yeah, you use the police resources to find out where the call is coming from. <laughs> He's in the
2: next room. Send the state cops across
1: town lines. Uh, So it does kind of raise a question about the security of of local town meetings. I mean, how much information is being given away on these Zoom calls that are seemingly private but yet still open to the public? I bet you you could find a lot of those across the country.
0: You know what's a little concerning to me, and this goes back to, you know, what they do in this committee they are a school committee they are in charge of some hiring decisions uh curriculum uh resources all these things you know spending money on the schools yeah it wasn't too long ago where everything that was going on in a school was happening on zoom or google classrooms or you know microsoft teams or you know whatever the school department wanted you to go on Mm -hmm. the very people that were deciding when and how long these classes would remain online are being mismanaged by the people who are making that decisions. These are the people that are telling you, yeah. no, it, you can't go hybrid yet. You can't have kids in, in classrooms. They all got to stay home here. Here's some uh, technology that we can't figure out. What? But I'm sure a bunch of kids and their parents can have no problem with. You know, I
1: know the state let lets them do that. Because that was one of the last things that the uh, I think Mora Healy ruled on. Yeah, it was uh, hey, you know, it's okay to still have these Zoom meetings. I don't. I'm not buying it anymore about the the dangerousness level and stuff. Sure, fine. If you are in, like maybe you're immunocompromised or whatever, and yeah. you can't be around other people, then that's okay. I think you should be able to be able to do. If you're an elected position, but you you have to be present in the meeting, it should be a hybrid thing. Mm-hmm. But most of everybody else should be in like a live building, and that should be broadcast to the town and whoever wants to join that yeah. uh, meeting. So I don't understand why we can't do both, why we can't do the hybrid thing. In In schools? No, I'm
0: talking about this these thing, meetings, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't really understand that either. That doesn't make any any real sense to me. I mean, in, in a classroom setting, that's really hard to do because yeah. you've got a teacher dividing their attention between those kids who are online and those kids who are in the class, and you're asking a lot of a teacher to do that since it's hard enough just to manage any group of kids yeah. regardless of where they are. But in a situation like this where town business is being done in an electronic meeting and you don't know how to use the program yeah. or figure out ways to make sure that, you're, uh, that that some of the information that is not supposed to be out to the public right. uh, happens, you got to figure out how to use it. Well, hey, looks like they're going to have to figure all that out. Hey, it's 724 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Springfield's classic rock is everywhere. Rock102.com, the TuneIn app, and your smart speaker. Thanks to the Stream Team, Rock102, and
0: Hulk. Hool- 731 with Bax and Nagle Nagel on Rock102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by uh, Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: You know, we were uh, talking about uh, Northampton uh, just a little bit. Yeah. And uh, now why can't I find it? Oh, yeah. New projects happening in downtown Northampton. A more safe and accessible downtown was the topic of discussion during an online MassDOT public forum last night. The public had a chance to see the proposed downtown complete streets, corridor, and intersection improvements on the Main Street project in the city. It includes improvements to sidewalks, a new separated bike lane, new curbing, pavement markings, crosswalks and signage, all the things you would think hippies really like.
0: Hippies love that stuff.
1: It uh, will also include adjustments at crossings and signals at intersections to be more bicycle and pedestrian friendly. Concerns mm. were raised on how this will impact handicapped parking in the city. Disabilities ac- access advocate Scott Gricker said uh, this will have a negative impact on the town and what can be done for people with disabilities. Stephanie Wire of Tool Design said that uh, plans are not finalized and they will continue to hone in on accessible parking mm. locations and numbers. The estimated cost? $20 million. All right. Bring them on down.
0: Now, uh, I know there are some people that think that uh, this kind of thing is bad for um, the town, but yeah. uh, isn't like a whole stack load of unused liquor licenses also kind of bad for the town, too? Uh, yeah, probably. I'm just saying. Just putting it out there.
1: What? How much more can you screw with the streets up there? <laughs> That's that's kind of what I want to know. I mean, they already have like like uh what is it? King Street. Yeah. No, King, King and what's the other one that goes uh Main Street towards the fairgrounds from the uh, center of town. Oh, uh uh yeah. I think that's Main Street, isn't it? Uh,
0: I'm yeah, you know, I'm I don't, black. I'm what, black. What, I, I, don't but, I don't know the name but, of
1: the town, but pretty much anyway, yeah. they got the you know the street like it, there's more frontage for those restaurants to have the outdoor seating. So you've already kind of you know narrowed it down, right? Uh, and those buildings have been there for years. Like I just don't understand how you're gonna redesign all that stuff to make it more accessible. There's only a finite, there's a finite amount of space that you
0: have to do that. Well, here's the thing. You can do a study all you want. You, you can uh, you know make plans till you're blue in the face. The problem is, in order to make those plans a reality, someone's got to pay for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, are you folks willing to pay for it? Mm, probably not. Mm, I, don't so uh, I don't expect those changes coming anytime soon.
1: Students and teachers at Swift River Elementary School uh, cannot drink its tap water, which has been contaminated with toxic PFAS chemicals, since uh, 2021.
0: You ever have any toxic PFAS chemicals in your system?
1: Oh, I usually I tell my kids when they go swimming, don't put any PFAS in the water there. That's right. They're going to find out. They have that chemical in there that tells you.
0: This is a, <laughs> it turns the water
1: yeah. purple. An eight-minute drive away, clean water from uh, clean water from the Quabbana Reservoir flows east, providing eastern Massachusetts with 200 million gallons of water every day. The Quabbin Reservoir provides uh, life for eastern Massachusetts and allows the eastern part of the state to grow and expand. And yet, for far too long, far too long, the uh, recompense for the towns—yeah, re, recompense for the towns that st- that steward this water—has been a pittance relative to the value. Senator Joe Cummiford of Northampton said mm-hmm. Wednesday, "Stop using big words. Just so saying they've been taking the water, and nobody's getting any money from it."
0: So uh, health effects caused by exposure to PFAS. You ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Male infertility.
1: Actually, I could deal with that without oh. getting a uh, snipped. Are you sure?
0: Yeah. All right. So there's male infertility, yeah. miscarriage, preeclampsia. You should Ooh. worry about that one.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, lower birth weight. You might want to pay attention to that too. Mm-hmm. Risk of liver, kidney, and testicular cancer. Oh, I okay. can do that. Okay. I'm
1: off the PFAS. I can do that all on my own. <laughs>
0: Liver damage, increased cholesterol levels, thyroid disease, increased risk of asthma, altered vitamin D levels, which increases your risk of osteoporosis, increased risk of diabetes, and a risk of hypertension in women. Also, a decreased vaccination response and immunotoxicity. And uh, that's it. You ever had a
1: vitamin D injection? (laughs) All right. right. I bet you have. Uh, No, I give out vitamin Steve. That's what I give out. (laughs) Really? Yeah. A lot of protein in there.
0: That's I tend to doubt that.
1: Uh, anyway, for the first time, Western Massachusetts lawmakers have filed legislation to financially reimburse the rural towns that surround the man-made reservoir, calling for a regional equity and payment for how generous the region has been give, giving its resources to the Commonwealth. Uh, the Comerford and uh, Representative Aaron Saunders of uh, Belchertown— bill would set five cents per $1,000 gallon excise on Quabbin water. The lawmakers estimate that would produce an estimated $3.5 million to go to the Quabbin watershed communities and local nonprofits with a focus on these towns' health, welfare, safety, and transit. That It's so surprising that they don't already do that. You know, the, the, that that was back in the 1930s. They decided to flood out all those towns. There's mm-hmm. You know now. You know we put up a casino, and and towns that don't actually even border the town that the casino is in gets community host agreement money.
0: Yeah, but if you if you haven't done something like this since the '30s, yeah, then imposing and, that now seems to be a, a little shady to me.
1: Well, I mean, if they're looking to get extra money
0: uh, to support the, surre- how about a bake sale or sell magazines door to door? Couldn't they do that instead, then charge me to use the Water that I've been getting for free for generations?
1: Those uh, those things are stupid, the fundraisers that they do. I remember when I was in high school, they wanted us to sell beach towels.
0: Yeah. Beach towels? In upstate New in York. In upstate New York. <laughs> York. Now, now,
1: granted, <laughs> yes, you can use a beach towel at a lake or a river or wherever else. Yeah. It just didn't see like, I don't know, the idea of them showing pictures of, like, an ocean with waves on it. I'm like, we're, like, 300 miles away from an ocean.
0: I, uh, I think I've told you this before. E- years ago, when I was in the Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. we were planning a trip to Bermuda, like a camping trip to Bermuda. Mm-hmm. And we went. It was a great trip. But in order to do that, our big fundraiser was to sell shares of stock in the Boy Scouts of America. No way. I'm not kidding you. Did you buy any? Uh, I must have, or my parents must have, but they were like $60 a share. And this would have been 1979, 1980. Yeah. They're, 60 bucks is like, that was a lot of money back then.
1: They went recently bankrupt, didn't they? Like, the, within the last few years, the so uh, stock would have been nothing.
0: I'm sure now. today the, the stock was uh, worth nothing. I'm sure back then it was kind of worth nothing. But nevertheless, that was our, our phony way of paying for that trip to Bermuda.
1: Yeah, who was the the financial advisor who decided, hey, this would be a good idea for a fundraiser?
0: I have absolutely no idea who came up with this cockamamie idea to sell shares of stock in the Boy Scouts of America so a bunch of doofuses from Rehoboth, Massachusetts could go to an all-expense-paid, glorious camping vacation and absolute tropical paradise. I mean, that's something now that would work
1: because... You know, you talk about values of things. And, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, if you buy a stock for ten dollars, uh, you know, seven years from now it's going to be worth twenty.
0: But you know, know what? That- I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy a Boy Scout Bitcoin off a twelve-year-old so he could go to a foreign country. I, I probably wouldn't do that. Well, uh, you had a bunch of people who
1: paid a very rich man a bunch of money for Bitcoin that didn't even exist. Well, yeah, that's true. Or electronic <laughs> currency. Uh, the state's highest court has ruled that nearly 30,000 people who pled guilty or were convicted of drunk driving charges are eligible for a new trial. Yay! <laughs> Wednesday's mass Supreme Judicial Court ruling follows an investigation into the state police office of alcohol testing. Investigators found test results from breathalyzers were flawed because the machines were not calibrated correctly. Seven years of litigation exposed a lot of problems with the calibrations lab that we we as citizens paid millions of dollars for. The prosecutor can no longer consider the breath test for the prosecution. The litigant, the citizen, has to file a motion, a motion to vacate, and that has to be brought to the judge and prosecutors. The prosecutor would have to examine it. So breathalyzers no longer are valid?
0: Well, you know, for years and years, the way to, that lawyers have fought drunk driving arrests is to focus on the breathalyzer mm-hmm. and, its, uh, and the way it's calibrated. That, I mean, that's right. that's been a, uh, a tactic for years.
1: Well, if you were convicted of drunk driving in Massachusetts, you may be eligible for a new trial. Hamden DA Anthony Galluni voluntarily suspended the use of breathalyzer results in OUI prosecutions in 2019 after it was discovered that the Mass Office of Alcohol Testing had been withholding information from defense attorneys in OUI cases. Boston District Court Judge Robert Brennan ruled in January of this year that results from the draeger Alcotest ninety five ten. Oh, you know that one. Oh yeah, the draeger Alcotest ninety five
0: ten makes the uh, Drager Alcotest ninety five oh uh, nine seem like a seem like a I don't even know what it makes it seem like.
1: Well, I don't know. I say ninety five ten. I think of the joke of the day because that's the number that we put into the you know the old uh, cart that we sure. used to use. Yeah, ninety five ten. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, they can uh, the. Oh, uh, he ruled in January of this year that the results from that breathalyzer can be used as evidence in OUI cases again. So they can start using them again. The SJC said defendants who pled guilty or were convicted between June 1st of 2011 through April 18th of 2019 can have their pleas withdrawn or ask for a new trial. All right,
0: well you can get a do-over. It's like uh, it's an alcoholic mulligan, is what that is.
1: Yeah, I don't think uh, that's not really learning a lesson.
0: No, but any time you, yeah. you win a drunk driving case based upon the faulty calibration of a breathalyzer, you're not really learning much of a lesson anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway. You're losing your license for a couple of years or going to jail. That's that's a way to learn a lesson. That's a punishment. That's yeah, a real okay. punishment.
1: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, going to be uh, cloudy to start and then rainy this afternoon with a high of 56 tomorrow, sunny with a high of 65. Looking at 47 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. The 99 restaurant is celebrating 70 years of serving our community. Visit the Nines today and celebrate their 70th anniversary all month long with the return of
0: classic potato skin. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 748 and the Eagles with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: It is uh, going to be uh, mostly cloudy this morning and then rain showers this afternoon with a high of 56. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 65, 47 right now in downtown Springfield. Now,
0: we're about uh, 13, 15 minutes away, somewhere in between there, of letting you know what the brand new uh, keyword to cash word of the day is. That word could be worth $1,000, and when you hear it at 8, 11, 2, and 5 today, enter that keyword at rock102.com before midnight for a chance to win $1,000. You can play every weekday to increase your chances of winning. It's a chance to put $1,000 in your pocket with the keyword to cash. Brought to you by textmefortires.com, Kim Keough, the Nielsen team, Keller Williams, and Rock 102, Springfield's (laughs) classic rock.
1: I hear that.
2: You now hear he this now, he now hear this with bex and nagel on rock 102
1: uh aaron Rodgers did his first press conference yesterday as a new member of the new york
3: jets mm-hmm. here's
1: uh, some of what he said about that
3: this is a surreal day for me after spending 18 years in the same city i'm here because i believe in this team i believe in kosala but big thanks to the Jets organization. Obviously, a big thanks to the Green Bay Packers organization for an incredible run. That chapter is over now, and I'm excited about the new adventure here in New York. I'm an old guy, so I want to be a part of a team that can win it all. And I believe that this is a place
1: we can get that done. You're going to win it all,
0: huh? No, he's not. He's not going to the Super Bowl. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. He hasn't won one in 13 years back when he was only 26 years old. He's not going to win.
1: Uh no, he's definitely not gonna. No, win.
0: it's gonna be somebody else, and not you. We uh we
1: talked during Hollywood trash about Keanu Reeves, who did a surprise signing at a comic book store in Los Angeles last week for his series. I don't know how to pronounce that. Check out his that's close enough. B R Z K R K. Berserker. Berserker. Here's the interaction with a nine year old fan that someone posted. You'll understand why it quickly went viral. I'm such a big fan. What's your name?
2: Noah, my name is Noah.
1: I Noah. I'm Keanu.
2: You're probably my favorite actor in the whole world. Oh my gosh, the Noah! Best.
1: Thank you. Did you see Duke Kaboom in Toy Story 4?
2: Yeah, he's my favorite character. Canada's greatest stuntman.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's the way awesome. He did uh, what he did? Yeah, you because know, you, you know you see a lot of these celebrities that just want to be jerks, you know, to people. They don't want to. Uh, give out autographs i remember i almost got jim belushi's autograph not john really belushi, not john Belushi. he was long dead. the jim belushi The jim belushi who was nope. playing with his uh sacred hearts band no kidding uh, up at the new york state fair how uh, exciting and uh i was uh the next person in line to yeah. get his autograph and he's like that's it no more autographs and he got up and walked away that yeah, that's, son a, that's, of a, a that's a gun
0: it's a real yeah. jerk thing to do you yeah. know, what? I mean, I, I'm trying to remember who it was, but there was like uh, there was like somebody and I yelled, "Your brother was the better actor." He knows that already. Okay. Uh, some celebrity, like 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 like, uh, let's say it's I, I think it's a, an athlete. I'm trying to remember who it was, like. Uh, the game would end, and they would stay until the very last fan was there. If it took him two and a half hours to sign stuff, and it took him two and a half hours to sign stuff. He yeah. would not leave yeah. until everybody was gone. That I respect.
1: That was, uh, what's his name did that? The guy who, uh, was it Larry the Cable Guy? Could be. Yeah, Larry the Cable Guy. Was yeah. one of, he did in like an arena. It was down in Hartford. And he was stayed there until like two o'clock in the morning signing yeah. autographs and taking pictures. I'm like, that's how you gain fans. That's how you, you know, if you're You know who
0: does that? Oh. And I have a great deal of respect for, I respect him more now than when he was actually playing. Shaquille O'Neal will do that. Yeah. He's you know, he's the kind of guy who just, you know, you, you know, is is just a very gracious yeah. you know, guy, very kind hearted, big hearted guy. Whereas, you know, some guys going in and out of the Hall of Fame, all they care to do is try to find their car in that parking lot.
1: Can you can you even find there's there's not that
0: many down there? No, I know yeah. that. I know. I'm just saying it's uh, when it's when it's full and it's full so often it's well, hard to find your there's car.
1: Two blue Durangos in the parking lot. Which one's yours? I don't know. Take your fob out and see which one works.
0: Oh, Ooh, I thought fob, I would. fob fight.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see uh, another clip here. A uh, Stanford student uh, co- student coder has created a GPT that listens to conversations you are in and then tells you exactly what to say next by showing words on a monocle.
0: A monocle? Yeah. How cool is that? You're like Mr. Peanut or uh, or uh, you know, Colonel Clink. I would love to have the monocle. That,
1: yeah. Let me, uh, here's my yeah. answer as you're talking to me. Sure. So, uh, this first conversation is uh, flirting with a coworker and the second is a mock job interview. Here we
2: go. Hey Bridget, how's your trip to Argentina? I love to hear about it. Oh, it was so fun. I had a blast. We explored around the city and went to museums and did a lot of fun stuff. That sounds amazing. Did you get to try any new foods while you were there? Actually, we didn't really eat well. Hey, Barun, I hear you're looking for a job
1: to teach React Native.
3: Thank you for your interest. I've been studying React Native for the past few months, and I'm confident that I have the skills and knowledge access necessary for the job.
1: Wow. It's wow. Giving how, you the how robotic, dude. Yeah, but, you know, this is, this is the thing that with AI people don't understand. It continues to learn things as you talk. Yeah. So eventually it could be a full-on conversation.
0: All right, but you know, here's the problem. It would be learning from guys like you and me. How intelligent can it ever possibly
1: get? Well, that's that's the point. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: if I'm feeding it information, I guarantee it's going to screw things up all day long.
1: And a uh, final clip, a Georgia man has been charged after blocking the path of a school bus and demanding the name and address of a child who he claims flipped off his wife. <laughs> the whole ordeal lasted about 30 minutes. Here are two mothers of the kids on the bus, April Baker and Scarlett Rutherford, talking about what they witnessed during the situation.
0: Everything goes to your mind. What if my child is hurt? I am just flabbergasted that a grown man would have that kind of response in front of children.
2: I had no idea what he was capable of, if he had a gun on him.
3: Yeah,
1: that's a 55-year-old Roger O'Neill Barrett was arrested and charged with disruption or interference with operation of public schools. Which one of you little snotbags flipped off my wife?
0: (laughs) Who did it? (laughs) No kid's gonna raise her, it was me, dude. Listen, if you you have to
1: spend, first of all, the action of actually getting on a school bus to find out who did that, yeah, is ridiculous in itself. You might have an issue with your anger if you really need to go that far.
0: Where, where's the bus driver in all this? I mean, what? the bus driver standing up and saying, hey, "Get off the bus, dude."
1: Well, hey, listen. I guess uh, you know, with all the way the bus drivers have been treated, now they just don't want to say anything anymore. I guess. So that, but, but not only that, but to spend 30 minutes doing so. You spend 30 minutes to try to find out which one of these little uh, <laughs> if the, snot rags.
0: Would if be they're okay. not telling you, you're yeah. never going to find out. If they don't tell you the first five seconds, yeah. that's it. You're never going to get the answer.
1: Uh, it is uh, 7.56, and that is now Hear This with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Right. You spread the word around. Spread this around.
2: Spread it around. Soon the word spread. I'll spread the word. I just have
1: to spread it around. You could be one word away from $1,000. It's Keyword to Cash on Rock
0: 102. Tell them what the secret word is. Listen each
2: weekday for the $1,000 keyword in the 8 a.m. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. With Scott's Four Step four easy steps to an awesome line
0: hey good morning sports fans how the heck are you folks tonight is the opening round of the nfl draft each team carefully picks apart a bunch of college students for the purpose of either making dreams or crushing souls it also is the night when espn pulls mel kuiper out of mothballs hoping he doesn't forget his copious notes in the hyperbaric sleeping chamber where he's normally stored during the rest of the year now you know me I'm not one to make accurate predictions, but I am one for obsessively looking at what other people are saying about who's going where and who's picking whom. For example, tonight the Carolina Panthers have the number one pick in the draft, and most experts are predicting they'll select quarterback Bryce Young from Alabama. But what about everybody else? Honestly, I don't know. All I can tell you is, if you sort through every mock draft on the internet, you will find an appalling lack of consensus for everybody else. For example, the Patriots have the 14th overall pick in the first round. Some experts will tell you they're going to be grabbing offensive uh, tackle out of Georgia, Broderick Jones, six foot five, 311 pounds of pure thickness and power. And then there will some will tell you they're not picking Georgia offensive tackle Broderick Jones. They'll be picking Northwestern offensive lineman Peter Skaronsky. instead. Others will say that it won't be Skaronsky. It'll be a, a Dante Banks, cornerback out of the University of Maryland. Or maybe some other some other guy. Maybe somebody else besides that. What does Mel Kuyper say? I couldn't tell you. Because ESPN has that secret information behind the paywall on their website. And I'll be damned if I want to cough up $7 a month just to find out that Mel Kuyper doesn't really know any more about the draft than anybody else does. In other words, if you're itching to find out how the Patriots are going to make out tonight... You're just going to have to be patient like everybody else. Because everybody else doesn't really know either. And with that information, I just saved you 7 bucks a month. You can thank me later. But hey, enough of my sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. There are grills, and then there's the Traeger Timberline. Wood-fired, total temperature control, delicious. The Traeger Timberline usually costs you $2,100. But right now, the Timberline is on sale for $1,400 at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's classic, classic. rock. Naples, home buyers. Here's local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, th-
1: uh, thanks, Bax. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, a detention hearing will be held in Worcester uh, today for the Massachusetts Air National Guardsman Accused of leaking classified documents online.
0: And all he gets is a simple detention.
1: I mean, isn't being in Worcester punishment enough? I would think. Yeah. Federal prosecutors will urge a judge to keep Jack Teixeira behind bars. Justice Department lawyers say the 21-year-old who served with the 102-second intelligence wing at Otis Air National Guard base on Cape Cod may still have access to secret national defense information. Prosecutors say Teixeira had detailed discussions about violence and murder on the same platform in which she shared documents. While Teixeira, who is from the southeastern Massachusetts town of Dighton, was arraigned in federal court in Boston, Thursday's hearing will be held at U.S. District Court in Worcester. The uh, detention hearing was originally scheduled for last week in Boston, but had been delayed.
0: You know, he uh, Jack Teixeira might be uh, somewhat seen as, <laughs> I don't know what uh, like a, uh, a dirt bag, you know, a treasonous dirt bag. But oh. he and I are the best things that ever came out of Dighton-Rehoboth Regional High School together. Uh, Really? Yeah, we went to the same high school. I mean, he's much, well, he's much younger, younger than much younger, Of you course, are. but, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. we. I mean, between uh, me, him, and former uh, Angels uh, infielder Rod Correa were the only three people that have done anything coming out of that high school. Well, Allegedly, here. according to Wikipedia, it's and a, I'm not even on that list. Why I don't know.
1: Celebrity alum.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like I do, you should be proud.
0: Yeah, I, we got they got a, a guy that tells fart jokes in the radio and a guy that sells uh, intelligence to foreign nationals.
1: Everybody has their own thing. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's the truth. Uh, Crews were were working to deal with a water main break late Wednesday night here in East Longmeadow. The break occurred near the intersection of Birch Avenue and Donald Avenue. No word on what caused the break, and 22 News will bring you the latest information as it becomes available. No, they won't. Sure they will. That's not going to happen. I don't see it happening. Uh, Here's this one. Springfield firefighters were called to a dryer fire at a home in the 16 Acres neighborhood late Wednesday night. The incident happened at a home on Maybeth Street around 11.30 p.m. The 22 News crew could see smoke coming out of the home's garage, but the fire was contained before spreading to the rest of the house. It was crazy! There was lint, there was a screen and everything! That lint was on fire! It was smoking! And somebody put a downy sheet in there, that thing was flying around in the air like an ember! It's crazy!
0: But at least it smelled good.
1: Uh, Springfield Fire Captain Droopy Monty uh, said that there were no injuries reported in the fire.
0: Steve, I believe it's pronounced Drew Piamonte, not Droopy Monte.
1: Actually, it's pronounced Drew Piamonte. That's the way it was uh, like spelled. Like
0: Randolph out. Mantooth. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes.
1: Well, they both could have uh, he could have been on emergency, right?
0: Yeah. I wonder if uh, people have alerted him to the fact that uh, he's now being referred to as Droopy Monte.
1: I don't know. I hope uh, I hope he's okay with that.
0: I don't know. Uh, I remember the first time I met Trent Duda, and uh, you know he's got a good sense of humor, but he also had a gun on him.
1: Who was the other? There was another one then. Toledo, Holy Jose Toledo, Toledo. Jose Toledo. And then we did it with the city council, Tosado, uh, yeah, was Tostito. Tosado, yeah, Tostino, Tostato, and, yeah um, right. right uh, yeah. We, we did it a couple of times.
0: Oh yeah, it's always listen. It's always fun to make fun of other people when they're not here.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when they can't, people can't defend themselves. That's when we take advantage of the situation.
0: Absolutely. Why wouldn't we?
1: Well, I mean, we've invited people to defend themselves. I invited uh, Cynthia Kwasinski on the show and the mayor of East Hampton, and uh, nobody uh, wanted to respond to Man, I'm so Happy
0: to zap you on a Zoom call, but uh, to be on the radio and talk about what's going on. Hey, uh, this
1: show is an open book. You're more than welcome to come on here and uh, speak your side of the story.
0: We don't, uh,
1: we don't not hold back another side. No,
0: if you've, listen. If you're newsworthy, we want to, we want to
1: chat. The uh, Holyoke Police Department released a report from its month implementing the ShotSpotter gunfire detection technology in parts of the city as city officials review the effectiveness of the street audio sensors intended to detect and locate gunshots that go unreported. Some community members believe the technology will amount to nothing but surface-level policing of minority dormant neighborhoods. The department instituted ShotSpotter's audio sensors in March After the Holyoke City Council approved a $50,000 federal grant for the technology back in October. Multiple major cities across Massachusetts, including Boston, Worcester, and Springfield, have employed the shot spotter for several years. uh, Holyoke Police's first shot spotter report from March detected 39 shots fired in and around the radius of the downtown and South Holyoke areas where the machines were installed. Of the shots detected, only three 911 calls were made. Police said zero people were reported injured and seven people were arrested in connection with those reports. Uh, short shot Spotter also recorded 154 rounds fired. However, Holyoke Police only recovered 34 spent shell casings in March. When did they put these up?
0: March. March. Is it possible? And I'm just uh, going on a limb here. Is it possible they're shooting a little bit more because the things are up? They just want to show off.
1: Oh, yeah, that could be. You know, like, hey, look.
0: Like it's It hasn't been a deterrent. It's almost been like an invitation to shoot more. Pay uh, no attention to the burning and crumbling buildings. Check out this sweet microphone we got.
1: Yeah, look at that, huh? That'll keep them busy. Burning, crumbling building don't do that for you, does <laughs> it? Mm-hmm.
0: Sound thinking. Oh, you know who else we, a name we used to make fun of? Uh, Jim Albert. Hey, 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 Lieutenant
3: Gabriel.
0: That was a
1: good one, too. That is a good one. Uh Sound Thinking, the company behind ShotSpotter, said their devices use an array of acoustic sensors that wirelessly connect to ShotSpotter's centralized cloud-based application to reliably detect and locate gunshots. Local police departments are sent to a ShotSpotter notification less than a minute after the sound of gunshots are recorded. Holyoke Mayor Josh Garcia said the short period since the technology has been put into use, the system has been working well. It's still early. However, we will continue to evaluate as we go forward. Monthly results are posted on the police department website for public review.
0: I'm not saying that Holyoke doesn't have its problems with like, uh, you know, gun violence. I'm sure they they have their share, but I just got to believe that some of these guys with guns. You are know, going to get bored with uh, showing off, and at some point you'll see those numbers start to fade very quickly. Yeah. And when they realize, hey, you know what? I'm losing a lot of money and uh, ammunition here just you know, just to make the news. I'm firing this off, and
1: nobody's coming to the scene. What yeah. the hell's going on? Uh, it goes on to say that the technology is meant to help to reduce the response times, alert police even when 911 calls are not made, and help authorities locate victims and witnesses of shooting incidents. Some Holyoke residents have reservations about the areas technology uh, has been implemented in. They're utilized in communities of color, said uh, Holyoke resident Terry Gibson. It just furthers the racial and economic and social inequities that happen in our community. It's surface-level policing at best. I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that. If you have an inordinate amount of gunshots going off in specific areas, Mm -hmm. I don't understand how that's a racial thing just because that's, I mean, I get-
0: Well, it, it's, it's, it's kind of a chicken and the egg kind of thing. I yeah. mean, are you getting a lot of activity because uh, their argument is- Be Listen, careful if, how if, you say yeah, that. Yeah, I know. If, yeah. If, if this weren't a racially, uh, a densely populated area, you wouldn't have put the shot spotter in that neighborhood- and you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, I think the problem is: well, why are you putting in this neighborhood? What is it? Are you doing yeah, it because what, it's a racially diverse area, or are you doing it, or, or are you saying that you know there's more activity because there happens to be in a racially diverse area? That to me, that would be a big problem to, to to make that
1: kind of claim well i'm sure that was part of the discussion when they approved to put these things in like that must have been a thing going hey we have x amount of number of incidents in these particular areas yep and people don't always call the police when something happens so if you have that technology at least you can send an officer over there to find out what the activity was
0: i i th- i think uh it's a very difficult line between saying, you know, what areas are have been historically problematic for crime and then trying to separate them along, you know, you know, racial lines. I think, you know, there's a lot of, I I can see where people may have a problem with where these things are set up, but if these are problem areas historically, hmm. that I don't know what else, you know, you know, then I don't know where you put them.
1: Well, you wouldn't put them in a town like Huntington. You know what I mean? Because there's gunshots that go off all the time, and yeah, it's I mostly mean, I w- people doing target right. practice in their backyard.
0: I mean, I wouldn't put this outside the Starbucks yeah. at the Longmeadow shops. Right. Yeah, you know, You're probably not going to see a lot of gunplay out there. You never know. Typically, not a lot that of gunplay is, in Longmeadow.
1: I got roughed up out there one time. Really? Yeah. I, get, uh, I went into Talbot's, and I came out with an empty wallet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. You felt yeah. violated. I,
1: I felt very <laughs> violated. I'm like, what just happened to me? I feel like I've just been rolled. They had, they stole my identity. My credit <laughs> card is maxed out and all I bought was a pottery piece of pottery. A vase, if you will. Isn't that what they sell? I don't even know what they sell over That's
0: there. That's a clothing store, I believe. Talbots? Yeah.
1: They don't have like uh it's not like a Marshalls where you have a home goods in the back.
0: A Marshalls? Yeah. In Long Meadow. In Long please. please.
1: It could be owned by Marshalls. TJ Maxx uh, a lot I don't, of different yeah, I
0: don't think they own a Talbot's.
1: I don't know. It just seems kind of silly that you're blaming. Uh... I mean, I can I can see the argument that you say, oh, it's a racial disparity thing because it's only in these
0: neighborhoods of of minors, right, but it's and also
1: only in the neighborhoods that have an inordinate amount of uh, of gunshots. Yeah, so
0: I on. so I can see the argument in both in you, mm-hmm. you know both ways here. You know, if, if you if if these things are planted in 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 certain neighborhoods and you're living in that neighborhood you say well why are you putting it here is it is it because we are any worse than any place else maybe but maybe not so why is it here i don't know
1: i don't know why you would do this in this neighborhood this whole city is filled with uh i know weird stuff you could i mean you could put one up at the top of uh, homestead avenue in that area up there yeah like you're going over the hill to westfield There's lots of crime going on up there. (laughs) Uh, Even men who try to uh, struggle to find this spot. uh, So, what are the odds? A 24 year old woman is somehow okay after a stray bullet came into her house and hit her right in the love button. Where? The love button. Uh, It happened. Is that on the remote control? It happened. Yeah, I believe it is. Uh, I. The two-fingered clicker. That's I, what it, I, don't, yeah, I don't even yeah. know what you're talking it's about. It's the clicker. They, you know, some people call it a remote. Uh, other people call it the clicker. Right. It happened in Somalia recently, and her doctors just published a paper on it. Luckily, she was not seriously hurt. She was just hanging out, relaxing at home, when a bullet came through her ceiling and her square in the crotch. Her doctors say that luckily it was moving at a low velocity. Otherwise, she would have been seriously injured. It didn't just land in her lap, though. It came in fast enough that it got lodged in there, and they released an X-ray that shows it.
0: (laughs) Come on. Uh,
1: They had to numb her area to remove the bullet, and she was discharged. That means two things. The next day in good condition. She was also okay during a follow-up visit a month later. Experts are pretty sure it's the first injury of its kind uh, where a random bullet hit a woman directly in the sweet spot.
0: You know, the funny thing about this is I'm trying to uh, find this story. Yeah. And like so many other men, I can't find that it's <laughs> that part it's, of- it's, on,
1: <laughs> it's on the New York Post. That's where that's where this story came from. So you know it's definitely
0: credible. Oh yeah, there it is. Ooh, that that's kinda smart. Yeah, it has got to smart. Ah, oh a, man, that poor lady.
1: That's quite the that's quite the see that would be something I would rather see than somebody showing a picture of their sonogram from their baby being born. Hey, look! You know how like, when somebody shows you one of those things yeah. and you really don't un- like, you just have to be nice and go, "Oh, congratulations! Uh, that's cute." When you're I, thinking to yourself, "I don't know where the head is. What are you showing me?" I, it just looks like a black and white blob on a screen.
3: <laughs> you know, I mean, but this, this in this X-ray, you're
0: looking yeah. exactly where it is. You say, oh, man, she is, she is lucky."
1: Yeah, that's a nice Glock bullet chick out there. <laughs> Did that come from a Glock?
0: I don't know, but it was cocked and loaded. Was, was it a huge Glock or a little Glock? Probably a snub nose oh, yes. like most yeah, people. Yeah, most people.
1: Everybody's saying, oh, no, no, it's a Glock. No, that was a that was a snub it's nose.
0: It's not the size of the gun that matters. Everyone knows that.
1: Uh, Well, hey, you know. There's th- stranger things have happened, haven't they?
0: Yes, they have, Steve.
1: I, you know, I have so many jokes that I can't say on this program right now. Like it just wouldn't be like it w- we would be not here. Yeah, uh, we would not be here five minutes from now. Yeah, no, the management would be
0: down here and, and escorting us out the building.
1: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today: it is uh, going to be uh, cloudy to start, then sunny or not I'm sorry, rainy this afternoon, and then tomorrow is going to be sunny. With a high of 65, it is 47 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
2: Ah, yeah.
3: What do you like to eat? What meal will make you moan? Is it my chicken? I'm the king. Oh, my-